Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I am your host. Thank you for joining me. Um, I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in your world. Today is the 23rd of February and it's a grayish sort of morning today, but we know the sun is going to come out. It's been pretty hot in Lagos, Nigeria, where I'm recording from. And um, it's a good day. I, I thank God for the journey that He's taking me on and what He's making me learn about Him on a daily basis. I, I just thank God for that. And um, I'm learning a lot about the gift of prayer and what it means to to seek God in spirit and in truth. And um, a lot of what I've been reflecting on over this period, which you would see in some of the episodes that I have recorded recently, is I am. It's like God is calling me back to the gospel and to Jesus. Those are the two things. He's bringing me back to the gospel and back to Jesus. It's not by chance that this podcast is called Musings with Jesus. I now I realize that now. I realize that now. Because I had drifted away from him without realizing that I had. And it's funny because I was still in Christ. But I had become focused on my life. And Christ was like a handbag or an appendage to my life. He wasn't the center of my life. And even though I would sing songs like, At the center of it all, it's you that I see. Those songs were more about saying that Jesus was at the center of struggles that I was going through. Or I could see him standing at the center of of challenges that I'm going through. But not necessarily singing it like he's at the center of my life, which is two different things. And I think what the Bible is... What the Bible says, what the New Testament shows is Jesus at the center. A gospel-centered, Jesus-focused, Jesus-centered, Jesus-driven, Jesus-loving, Jesus-initiated, Jesus-worshipping, Jesus-serving, Jesus-centered life, Christ-centered life. It's very different from a, a life with Jesus or a life that has Christ in it. Christ-centered, Christ-centered, gospel-centered. A gospel-centered life means I weave everything in my life around the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what drives me. And we see that with people who have a very strong evangelical, um, how would I say, I don't want to use the word call, but habits or lifestyle, you know, or passion. Yeah, passion is a better word. And those people, in everything they do, they look for opportunities to just bring the gospel. And I'm, I mean the gospel. I don't mean church. I don't mean denomination. I mean they center everything they do, their family relationships. Everything is an opportunity to talk about Jesus, to show, you know, to talk about the gospel, to show forth what God, to testify of his goodness. They're just very gospel driven. It's not often you meet people like that today, I must confess, but I have, there are people like that and I know that they exist. And I have met people like that. And I think at some point in my time in my life, I was like that as well. I brought the gospel into everything that I did. I, I used every, I saw every relationship as an opportunity 
to share about the gospel to talk about the gospel to show you know it, it, it wasn't even something i did out of compulsion it was just i was just it was just i was just very gospel focused it's just like how people are advocates for yoga today advocates for they're living a yoga centered life an exercise centered life a running centered life a cycling centered life you know they, they, they've made they've made cycling or running or whatever yoga the center of their life is exactly the same way you know so there's a discipline around it there's a relationship there's a community around it there's an outreach around it sometimes we even have a blog you know so it's that same sort of thing so those are the two things that i sense that god is calling me back to he's calling me back to his gospel he's calling me back to his to jesus and um it's it's really it's it's really illuminating honestly I had a conversation with an old friend yesterday and I realized while speaking to this person that I realized how much I had changed because I could see it in his face as I was speaking that he was struggling to understand what could have happened to me to make me for this shift in perspective. And I, I'm not even sure he felt it was, I didn't get anything from him that made me feel like he felt it was a good thing. Um, but he, I, I could, the, 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 this, the confusion I saw in his face made me realize that, wow, there must really have, I, I have really changed. I must have really changed. And I'm still a Christian. And I was a Christian when I met, you know, we've always been Christian. Both of us are Christians, he knows. But my consecration is, I'm on a journey. There is a shift in my perspective. There is the things that used to excite me before they do not excite me anymore. And um, my passions have moved into a different place. And I used to be like this when I was much younger in Christ. I think God is taking me back to that, but in a different way because now I have life experience behind me. Um, and I also know I'm also a bit more how would I say cautious and guided and I think a bit more mature in terms of how I would even manage myself even as I go through this journey with a healthy sense of humility and also knowing that you cannot know it all you also still make mistakes even in the journey the shift doesn't mean that you are perfect you're very far from it it just means that you are growing and you're learning and this is the journey that you're on and you know you continue to look unto god and pray that he will smoothen the rough edges he will show you you know what more you need to do and correct you in those moments when you are wrong because you will be wrong often very often you will you know one will be wrong i think what is important is to maintain a heart of worship humility conviction sincerity before god and god will honor that and even if I am taking a wrong step or you know there's certain things that i'm doing that i'm not quite right god will lead me to a place of correction i you know and that's true but one thing that he's also said to me is that i should center my life on the word of god and that as i do that i will not go wrong so sometimes i may miss it in terms of you know i thought god was saying this to me in terms of the spoken word and that's why it's dangerous to elevate prophecy in quotes and all these things that are you know you say you I heard from God, God said this, it's dangerous to elevate it higher than the, spoke, than the written word of God because 
the fact is there are many voices that have gone into the world i think the bible even quotes that somewhere and sometimes we may not even be able to distinguish between the voice of our hearts the voice of our mind and the voice of the holy spirit or the other voices if you know what i'm saying and um, it is the word of god that helps to center us and the spirit of god so we know that god will not tell us to do something that is contrary from the word of god but you can only know what is contrary to the word of god when you know the word to some extent you know and basic principles you understand and god has given you a sort of perspective on scripture based on his word you know and an understanding to a level that at least you can discern this is what the gospel is saying you interpret it correctly and things like that i find that reading the books of people who of this the scholars like people who have done a lot of scholarly research like the book of tim keller i would recommend it to anybody um tim keller this book on prayer um paul miller's book on prayer i would recommend those two excellently not just because in fact i think the titles are deceptive because you know for someone like me i don't necessarily buy books on prayer because i believe i have seen it as an area where i think people just come and say all sort of things and they talk about the experiences they had where i prayed once and then they're telling you to you know i just so i'm as a matter of i always avoid those books but what i like about the approach that the two of them have taken is that it's they've just they've just taken out in fact they've researched they've just brought out the scriptures interpret i mean shared their own meditation of it broken down the scriptures and then taking a very scholarly approach by reviewing all the works of many scholars over the ages you know luther um, calvin you know all those great scholars of centuries ago so everything that all of them have written on the subject they've taken it out they've reviewed it the positions of you know even um, british theologians all you know everything is there and then so it's like a desktop review the sort of things you do when you're doing a phd research or master's research or even a bsa research so because you always have the literature review when you review the literature because other people have done work you're not the first person to interrogate into the subject so really i don't think you should be expecting to get any new <laughs> revelation now you know so if it's new you are likely to be off you know what i'm saying so it's, you know so he goes back into what is already been reviewed by others and then sort of like summarizes brings his own um takes his own take on it you know and, and all of that so that that's the and then any new insights that they can share in the context of their own life their ministry as well as um the modern day world they added it onto it very very lovely and nice i, I really loved i really loved those musings maybe i may even at some point if god leads me to maybe do a you know take out some portions and just read and share you know if god will allow that but i, I don't really know i don't even know you know if that is really allowed in you know like copyright and all that but i would recommend if you can get it if on kindle or if you are a hard copy person please try and look for those books because they don't only talk about prayer and that's the thing they talk about living a gospel-centered life so prayer was just the topic and, and i think that's what i like about the authors that the recommended reading that i've been going through on this my um seminary program they are all the fundamental um, basis is it's about jesus it's about the gospel of jesus so and it's about so so it's the bible it's what is written in the bible they do not deviate from the bible new testament thinking is very strong there and they pick out those elements that point us to Jesus, that point us to the gospel, even things that normally you will miss. But it's all written in scripture. So they're not going outside of the scripture, they're not adding to the scripture, they're not taking away from the scripture. 
they're not making the scripture say what they want it to say they're not talking about what is culturally acceptable they're not showing what we would like nice to have you know but it's really about this is what the bible says and then you know you decide for yourself where you're going to pitch or position yourself in the midst of that but let's not be confused about what the bible is saying and i like that because i i think i needed that because i think that i had started i was living the you know i was living the christian life on my own terms and that meant going with what everyone was doing on many things and not taking a thoughtful attempt to really align find out what the word of god was saying in the context of the scripture in the context of my life in the context of today and then prayerfully seek god for what that means for me and how i then apply that to my life i wasn't doing that anymore you know in recent years i used to do that before i was in the, so I, I had just i just felt you know i had i just felt i you know i i don't know i, I think i just i just felt you know i would i would do what everyone else was doing which was really living my life and then carrying god along with me yeah so now I am surrendering my life to God. I am no longer living my life and asking God to come with me. Wherever he wants me to go, I will go. Whatever he wants me to do, I will do. Because I know that he will create the opportunities. I can't go. I mean, if he tells me to go somewhere, I'm not going to go without, you know. I mean, he, he will create the opportunity that will make me go. I'm not going to be roaming around aimlessly. If he's sending me somewhere, he will give me a message of what to say. He will lead me to people that I should speak to. So, but the starting point, let me at least be willing, first of all. And then let me begin to prepare myself for that which God is going to do. So I think um, the fact that I'm on a seminary program, I'm studying the Bible, I'm practicing the Bible, practicing His Word, practicing faith, which is which is really good. It's been a long time since I've practiced faith, but I'm practicing faith now. I'm practicing to focus on Jesus. I'm practicing how to, you know, take my mind off certain things. And it has really helped me. I, In 2022, I asked God for joy and peace. And he has delivered it. Even this thus far, I can say he has, he has really done, in fact, he has done something that gave me so much joy. I had a prayer dance session yesterday. I danced so hard that my heart was beating so fast. <laughs> my... As in, it was the most amazing workout session I've ever had, and it was totally unintended. But I, I just needed to just praise God and worship God, and I didn't plan it, but it just happened. So God has given me great joy, and I'm so grateful to Him for that. He has also given me the peace that passes all understanding, a peace where you know that even though things you know things it's okay to have unanswered questions i mean things that you're not clear about in fact that's life it's 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 wonderful but what is most important for me is that jesus is here with me god is here with me i have access by faith into the grace wherein i stand and rejoice in the hope of god's glory god's ears are open to my prayers he's still on the throne he's never going to be toppled off and he has interest in my life and that ultimately i know he will sort me out somehow somewhere some way but that most especially i think the most comforting thing for me is that i am not alone he will never fail me he will never forsake me that means everything to me so i will continue to follow him i'll continue to praise him continue to worship and believe that he will resolve all those things that look unresolvable in my life or that remain unresolved 
but i will continue i will continue to seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness trusting that whatever else needs to be added he will add it and in on that journey it doesn't mean that when i need help i will still ask for help when i feel i need comfort i will still ask i will continue to ask him for things that i need but i will continue to seek him his righteousness he says seek first the kingdom i will so i continue to seek the kingdom and the righteousness of the kingdom so i will do all together trusting that god will add so whether he adds he doesn't add my own role is to seek and continue to seek the kingdom and the righteousness of the kingdom god's role is to add so it's, it's division of labor. You understand what I'm saying? So I should remain focused on my task and allow God to remain focused on his as well. And that takes discipline. It takes maturity. It takes experience. It takes grace. It takes learning. And it's an ongoing journey. But it's an interesting one because I think God works with us, works with me as I'm, I'm doing it. And I'm learning. But most especially, I think what I am most grateful about is that the confusion that I had in 20 in years gone by is no longer there. The anxiety, God is dealing with it. In fact, as I'm just saying, I'm just realizing that He's actually helping me deal. The anxiety, I don't want to say it's gone, but it's the kind of anxiety I've I've been living with is no longer there. And it's not because God it's not because anything changed in my um external environment. God dealt with it from within within and he's still dealing with it I, I really must say that going to the seminary has really been life-changing for me six weeks in I am counting the weeks because I, you know my courses go week by week so it's been life-changing and I think it's been life-changing because it has taken my mind off the things that were not helpful to me so I will recommend it to anybody who is at a crossroads in their life and that you are going through a lot of turmoil and you just need to you just need to clear your head. Consider starting a Bible program of some sort. Just consider it. Just consider it it may be what you need it may it may prayerfully of course get a leading from god of course to even know which program where if it may not even be a bible study program it may be a fellowship of some sort something that makes you or even maybe volunteering at a charity you know or a counseling program or something or being a mentor or a coach for people or something but something that takes you away from yourself and towards god so even if it's coaching, it should be Christian coaching, Christian counseling, Christian mentoring, something that brings you into a place of meditation with God, reflection and service and takes your attention away from you and to God. It will be helpful. So today is one of my free flow conversations. I have no idea what I'm going to call the title for today. I will try and look for scriptures to talk, you know, to... Um, support some of what I have been saying and some of the things I may have been referring to but otherwise I just want to thank you for listening God bless you, stay lifted if this has been useful to you please share with someone thoughtfully and prayerfully with anyone who you think would be blessed by this word
words as well so thank you god bless you stay lifted look forward to being with you and speaking with you at uh, on our next episode thank you